0: welcome back everyone you are listening to the cjjc show embrace the controversy stay for the biased takes hope everyone had an amazing thanksgiving break week 12 of the nfl was electric as always and the guys one of the guys were on a roll for the pickums but of course we have the week 12 power rankings so see how it all goes down and sit back and enjoy the show
1: Right, Jalen. So before we crack into this four o'clock state, this slate, the Steelers did just ice the game over the Colts. It was a thriller, but they get them 24-17 We both like the Steelers. We're both right. They get yes, a road win. Uh, defense comes up with a fourth down stop inside their own territory. Inside, uh, they were driving. Fourth down stop at the end to stop them. Pickett in this game, you know, he he was fine. He was not great, but like he made enough throws. He made enough plays. He didn't make any stupid mistakes is the big thing two and one after the bye week three games has pickett been outstanding no but he's been solid hasn't thrown a pick uh since coming out of the bye has taken better care of the football and they're two and one the offense is playing better even though it's still pretty bad and the play calling's not great so this is a nice win for the steelers it's all about pickett's development i, I like where they're at nice
0: win. yeah man it was a good win for y'all um Played a team that was on equal standards, I would say. Uh, that's a fair thing to say. Uh, I would also say um, you guys did what you had to do. TJ Watt being back helps you guys immensely still a big factor to the team. And I didn't see his performance all throughout this game, of course, but I'm pretty sure that his presence just being there obviously changed a lot. Um, get, getting the fumble from the Jonathan Taylor probably was the biggest moment right there, even though he didn't score, but uh you did stop him from scoring at least once. so uh that's you know, this was a good team win. big team win. that's what it is. It's a good team win. And you know what? the Steelers, maybe this is a different Steelers team where Kenny Pickett will actually play good against the bad teams, you know, and the Steelers <laughs> will actually show up against the bad teams. so I to be and it's last gonna last be, last it's gonna be finally when it'll be. Actually, interesting conversations when that we'll have when uh it comes down to the Steelers versus like good teams. So
1: they got the Falcons next week. I don't know if you consider them a good team or not.
0: I call them all around. I think they'd just be like an all-around decent team. Like they're well coached, just like Tomlin, though. So I mean, and that's what we call that's what we put down in this factor. We said we like Tomlin in this factor. This should be an out coach battle. And sure enough, Jeff Saturday lost his cool. And we saw Tomlin. He did his little cheeky face. He was like, All right, we'll go roll with this. We'll roll with these punches. We'll roll with what you're giving me. I also and, uh, sure. Yeah. So these guys, man, they're going to, these Steelers, they're, they got Tomlin. They got these boys. They'll come out and play every week.
1: Oh, yeah. Tomlin, like, there was times when I doubt him, even though he's done some questionable things of late and the team's been bad. His mostly questionable things is that he doesn't have a better OC. Um, but he's still good for, like, several – couple wins a year where he just coaches, gambles, and does the right stuff and, like, just off his energy and adjustments, and they scrap out wins like this. And you're like, man, Mike Tomlin, he – that's – that's, this win's his. Like, that's huge. Um, they're still a bad team, but this is a nice win, and the Bears' uh, second-round pick is going to be very high in the second round, so that's also very exciting.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> that is it. Yes, it is the way the Bears are playing.
1: Yeah. So on to the four o'clock slate. Another thriller. Who boy did the Chargers have to have this? But Brandon Staley goes with his heart, soul, and his gut. At the end, he goes for the two-point conversion, and he gets it. <laughs> Whew, Chargers pull one out against a not very good Arizona team. They win, and they are still alive. Huge win for the Chargers. They squeaked it out. Arizona, their season's over. Um, they are not a good team, so it's kind of concerning that even with all the Chargers injuries, that it came down to this. But Herbert got it got it done at the end. Um, Arizona, I mean, wow, what a tire fire! I said they had to pay Kyler, and I still feel like they did. But man, he is really just going off cliff. Cliff speaking off cliffs. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> he feels like you just gave him a new contract and you should fire him. It's gone so poorly. Um, I don't know what the Cardinals do. They're in a tough spot. Chargers are alive. If they were healthier, I think they could be very dangerous. I still think they're going to end up snagging that last playoff spot. It's going to come down to like them, the jets and the Pats for the final spot. I feel like that's going to be a very exciting race to watch. I f- I think they'll end up coming down with it I want to say they will because of Herbert but we'll see
0: uh yeah let's see um I'm gonna go ahead and take a little quick gander at this uh Chargers team's playoff chances I'm not that uh, NBC guy that they got that goes wild with the board but I can at least hopefully if I can find them bring up their uh their schedule here and we can just uh we can just go ahead and see what their chances are just from me and you I feel like me and you give them a a realistic shot, right? Yeah. So, let's see. All right. Give me their schedule. So, after the Cardinals, they're going to go visit the Las Vegas Raiders. That's That's very winnable. That's But the Raiders are coming in hot. So, we'll talk about that. Okay. That's Uh, two. Yeah. Uh, We got the Dolphins after the Raiders. That's going to be a huge, huge test game for the Chargers if they're legit.
1: Wow. Then
0: they got the Titans after the Dolphins. But they got a little bit of an easy one to finish off. They got the Colts, Rams, and Broncos.
1: Oh, oh, that's a huge, that's a long yeah. stretch to finish. Oh, I yeah,
0: that's just, a very yeah. nice stretch to if finish.
1: They can, as long as they can beat one of these good teams, they really only have to beat one of the good teams if they just beat all the bad teams.
0: And the uh, only downside is, is yeah, they do. They did not play the Jets. So that means they will have no way of having a tiebreaker against the Jets. So they just have to outplay them.
1: Or the Patriots. They didn't play the Pats either. Yeah, they didn't
0: play the AFC wow. East. So I think <laughs> they just have to outright it.
1: Interesting. Okay. Or they
0: have to. I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah, they didn't play any of the AFC East teams that are contending for those spots. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. So yeah, the Char- so yeah, there you go. Playoff race Chargers. Realistic chances, man. Big win, like you said, against a team that. The Cardinals that have been very dramatic on hard knocks about how badly they need a win. I <laughs> need this. I'm tired of losing. Well, guess what? Oh. When apparently you're schematically fucked by when your quarterback says that against Brandon Staley. Yeah, that's uh it's not that's not saying too much. I mean, I know Brandon is a good defensive coach, but I'm just saying, you know, that's uh it's not really saying too much. And I know you're saying Cliff Kingsbury. They should fire him, but I mean, he's in the best situation of everyone and out of, out of all of the people in Arizona right now. You fire Cliff, he's going to keep getting paid from you, first of all, because you just extended him, and then he's going to go to probably like a college. That oh, needs yeah, him.
1: College
0: and he's going to ball <laughs> out there, so
1: it's or like it would be like average. Stop. He wasn't even a good college coach, really.
0: I mean, hey, he knows how to scout out for quarterback talent, so.
1: And like
0: Got Baker and <laughs> Kyler, back-to-back Heismans, man. So, I mean, he knows how to at least scout it out for college level.
1: Just can't use it correct? Yeah, in
0: the next level. He does know how to use it in the next level. Or, or call, get a defense. A or get a call. defense. No, not don't,
1: don't, don't let the fact – don't let Cliff Kingsbury, even though he's going to get a college job in two seconds, he was not that good – you a losing record in college. He won, like, eight games with Patrick Mahomes in the big – he won, like, eight games. He was, like, eight and four. hit had Patrick Mahomes in college. <laughs> um all he did was just throw uh, yeah he was electric but not the greatest coach
0: yeah he will be electric wherever he goes that's what i'm saying like colleges will get him. so yeah uh yeah there you go Chargers, cardinals man good game it was a good game
1: it was on to the other classic game all right i picked C- hang, on, hang on
0: let's go to the gross one first can okay, we please go right, to the right, right, no, yeah. i don't want to do. Uh, let's do the gross ones first okay, i don't right, want right. i want to save that one for last because that one's a really good one to talk about
1: all right gross one Chiefs 26, Rams 10. The Rams cover. the. Oh, no, they don't cover the 15-and-a-half. Was it 15-and-a-half?
0: It was 14-and-a-half.
1: Okay, so they just barely didn't cover. They almost had it, but we both said the Chiefs would get them. The Chiefs didn't look especially great in this game, all things considered, since the Rams have Bryce Perkins. But uh, my biggest takeaway from this is the Rams – the Chiefs are still, I think, the best team, and the Rams, they – you know, they – I don't know if they're going to win another game. Stafford is injured. They don't know if he's even going to play again. Cooper Cup is probably done for the year. Allen Robinson is definitely done for the year. Like their offense is horrible. They might as well just rock with Bryce Perkins and give the Lions a better draft
0: pick. Give <laughs> uh, Lions a better draft pick. Like
1: sure, just let Detroit get another high pick uh, since we're so terrible.
0: They where were, got they, our we out of game?
1: Dude, they're horrible. They uh, respect to Bryce Perkins. I said he might not score. He got ten. So that was just <laughs> i apologize that was rude i do take that back he managed 10 respect to him uh but yeah i still don't know if they'll win another game i've guessed they'll probably get one but i don't know if but i would take under one and a half more wins for the rams they're atrocious
0: are you talking about for the rest of the season without cooper cup and Allen robinson now i agree That's and staff
1: nice. and stafford sound
0: yeah yeah, like well, Stafford's concussion, I think, right? So, I mean, he can come back, but I mean, I, I wouldn't be rushed to put him back. And uh, like you said, it's almost like, I'm, I know we're going to talk about this game later, but it's almost like the Rogers situation where we're going to nod to where it's going to be, we're going to be questioning whether or not these guys are going to be hanging it up after this season. So, um, yeah, Stafford probably just threw his hat in that ring, just to say that now, after this game, I'm – and seeing how the Rams situation is, why wouldn't he just throw his hat in the ring for that? I hope he doesn't say let's run it back. I really, really hope he doesn't. But um, as for the Chiefs, taking care of business, man, we both went with them. I want to say this before we uh, get on over to the next game. The only game I missed was the one game that you called as an upset, and that was the Jaguars. I was on a roll this week on pickups, bro. That was the only game I got wrong, and it was your upset. I'm looking at this list right now. That was the only game I got wrong. So, I, I, I hope you feel good because you got the upset like true and true and through.
1: I held it. I felt it but, coming. I was like, "Jags off of fire are gonna break the Ravens' heart." They this. Yeah, name. you don't want to see Jacksonville. Trust me. I AFC North teams. We see Jacksonville across from us. We don't know what to do. They they scare us. They beat us all the time. They they got our number.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But um, let me go back to this game and talk about the Chiefs again because Mahomes and, Ch- and Kelsey just seems like the Brady-Gromp duo that we've all just so, so like, just been waiting for, right, Colby? Just love another AFC dynasty run by a quarterback tight end duo.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, you know, everyone's going to talk about the Tyreek moving on, but my question will always be whenever Travis Kelsey's not there, how will Mahomes play? <laughs> That's going to be my question so, for okay. now on.
1: I can answer that to you right now. Still
0: good. Yeah, probably still good. Probably, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll see if that hasn't happened in a while. So, and I don't wish any ill doings for him because I like Travis Kelsey. He is an electric tight end. So, yeah, man, that was a good win for the Chiefs. Keeping the keeping covering the spread.
1: Yes, sir. All right. Speaking of gross wins and covering the spread, the only one of my locks to hit. One was a a half point away from hitting. Uh, but the only one of my locks to hit, the Niners, uh, they win 13 nothing over the Saints. Ew. I mean, their defense just clobbered Andy Dalton. He's so bad. The Saints uh, the Saints are terrible. Um, and, again, we'll talk about the Niners, I'm sure, in a little bit, maybe. But, man, they have a good team. But Jimmy G, like, uh, like I don't know. How did they only score 13 points in this yeah. game? Um, Like, I know the Saints have some good players on defense, but man, with how much your defense dominated, like, it's a win, but the Niners have some questions. Their defense is crazy, though. And the Saints also, Andy Dalton is terrible. The Eagles are going to have also a top five pick because the Saints are terrible. This draft is going to be bizarre.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, this draft will be bizarre, bizarre, but let's go ahead and think of the now and right now the Saints just got goose egged which means me and you once again can hammer home the take of Dennis Allen being a piss poor coach um and that he should probably be the next guy off the off the block soon off the, in the off season not this season but in the off season. do I think that's actually going to happen probably not i think new orleans is going to give him another season because i think that's just who they are they're going to give him a chance you know and, you know, he has been there for a while. So, you know, they're going to give him a chance. And it's not like Sean Payton's coming back. I think he's going to have better opportunities elsewhere. He can find better opportunities with better, way better quarterback situations. So uh, that's my take on the Saints. <clears throat> Colby, I am with you. As always, I had my questions about these 49ers. And I've been telling you, they are kind of a stinker. Their defense is, uh, yeah, Their defense is really good. But they just somehow and in some way. Jimmy G, I love them to death. But as a team, man, they just can't get to that point where I'm like, man, they're just blowing my socks off. I just watched the replay group, replay go, the highlight reel of this game. The scenes were in the red zone a couple of times. It was just a couple of fluky fumbles that flopped in the air. A fumble, and like two fumbles in the red zone. It was like one that just got launched up in the air. It was like, what in the world? It was some mad shit type stuff. So... I just want to say that's still credit to them for putting up the goose egg. That's why I said it out loud first, because that was, in my opinion, the biggest stat of all. Like putting holding a team to zero is the biggest thing. So 49ers, Colby, I'm glad you finally have those questions because I've been having
1: finally them. Okay. I
0: just have a I just have a love with Jimmy G. That's my thing. I just love Jimmy G. But besides that, I do have my I've always had my questions about the 49ers. I'm waiting on I've been waiting for you. And your 49er bias finally come off so we can have this conversation.
1: Let's talk about the Niners. Okay. After the final four o'clock game, the best of the bunch, the OT thriller, Josh Jacobs at the horn, walk-off TD, Raiders 40, Seahawks 34. You know, I picked the Seahawks was wrong. You were on the Raiders, but we both did say this had some weird vibes to it. For a second, I was like, could they tie? Uh, but then Jacob's ice the game. Um, this nice win for the Raiders. I think I will say I think it does confirm. I know probably you're sick of me every time I say something about the draft, but like, do you think it probably confirms Derek Carr will probably keep his job because he'll probably get one or two more oh. if wins? I think Derek Carr is going to keep his job realistically. Well,
0: I agree. I agree. Actually, like, this is Vegas. What who what what other quarterback are they going to probably get? That's going to correlate with you know mcdaniel's for another season because they're probably going to keep mcdaniel's for another season and Devonte, you know like like who's going to especially the biggest thing is keeping Devonte happy the main reason why he came there was because yes he's close to home like you were saying before but also because he's playing with one of his boys Derek Carr. Yeah. they said this before like when they were getting drafted they were like our goal is to play together they played in fresno so um yeah, I, I'm awful. I understand that take. And I, I, I do wish that Derek Carr stays there. It makes sense for him to find a way to bounce back. And the main reason we, I said the Raiders was because this is their do or die mission right now. And they did it before last season where everything you're put against the wall and all the, all the cards are on the line. And sure enough, they somehow keep, the Raiders keep their name in contention longer than we expect. So I don't think it's going to last as long as last season, but it does feel good to see that this Raiders team still have some fight in them because I did have my doubt. I've all season had my doubts, but right now the fight's not even coming from McDaniels. It's coming from players like Max Crosby. It's coming from guys like, you know, Carr trying to rally his offense and Josh Jacobs, who's on a prove-it deal because they didn't want to pay him, and now he's leading the league in rushing yards. So, you Oh, if he doesn't, he's going to get paid the super bag for a running back. So he's probably going to set the new market for a running back. I'm guaranteeing yeah, if he finishes, if he finishes bad, with number one bad. in yards, he will.
1: They and then it's going to be Derrick Henry again. They are
0: they can't
1: they don't have the richest ownership though.
0: True, true, but I mean it's Vegas, baby. They'll figure it out. I hope so. Just get... <laughs> yeah, but,
1: Seattle. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's
0: talk about Seattle. Man. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you want to say – you can't say Geno Smith turned into a pumpkin or whatever this game because he still put up points. He was good despite being under Mm. pressure. Do you think Seattle currently in the hunt, top in the hunt team, they lost the seven spot to Washington for the moment. A lot of football left obviously. Do you think Seattle might kind of be frauds and they might fade down the stretch here? Or do you think they will be in that FC playoff mix? Because I feel like it's a fair question.
0: It's a fair question, Colby. That thing we need to hold for the power rankings. Okay.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: I I I will say this. I after this game, yes, you have to have your questions, but the last game was against Tom Brady at Germany that they played at.
1: Lost to the Browns and Jacoby Brissett the other day.
0: An emotional Jacoby Brissett, may I add? <laughs> no. <laughs> dude, dude, the Browns are I'm telling you, dude, the, the Seattle's just in this, they got themselves in the wrong situation. Just Geno you know, Smith might be turning into a shell of himself again. But let's I, I, I this is again one of those teams they're like the Cowboys, where if they lose in another game like this in you know, heartbreaking fashion, then yeah, I'm probably gonna have to step down from them. Because then they'll be six and six, and there's no doubt in my mind that commanders and uh, probably uh, the, probably the NFC East at that point would take it because there's no other teams, not even the Falcons. So maybe the Falcons wouldn't be a team I would consider. So, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. That's... It will be interesting. They're the only ones left. That's why I don't want to write them off left. I don't want to write them off because they're the only ones to stop the NFC East story. So let me just say, let me just say that about my power rankings. Like they are the only ones that can stop the NFC story. So. That's
1: true. They're the main contenders at least. Yep. All right. On to the final game. This one hurt my soul because I had my lock was Packers minus six plus six and a half and they lose by seven. So close to hitting But it comes up just short. It was a surprising shootout. Wait, was
0: it seven? Yeah. Damn, never mind. I got two losses then this week.
1: Yeah, so the line I had, I think, was six and a half, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, it is six and a half. Damn.
1: So they lost by seven. So that's a heartbreaker. That is
0: a heartbreaker.
1: But uh, it was a lot more fun of a game than I expected it to be. Both offenses were just cooking. Aaron got banged up and even, well, I kinda of wanna take you to a dark, terrifying place and see what happens. But um, <laughs> the the Eagles it, go back to running the ball. Do you want me to just go right to the dark, terrible place?
0: Oh yeah, go ahead and say what you were yeah, say it. I'll I i want to see what you were thinking.
1: Oh what if oh. Uh, I don't know, Jalen, what if Jordan Love is actually kind of good and then you just get tormented by another stupid good quarterback, not like Rogers, but he's he's also good in other ways and he makes the Packers still good. I mean, yes, it's a brief sample size, but that looked a lot different from when he played last year. He, he slung that around. He looked he looked good. He looked poised. Um, and I do think, like, they're done. They're 4-8. and eight. And Rodgers, with all these injuries, like, they said he's going to play, but, like, that's realistically stupid. Like, they should just be like, yo, shut it down for the year. Play Jordan Love. If he's good, if he's really good, we'll trade Rodgers, since he's always talking about retiring, or if he's – good enough to create trade value, we'll trade him for something to build around Rodgers. Or if he just sucks, then we'll get a high draft pick to help Rodgers. Um, so they really should play Jordan Love. What if he's good, though? Go back to the dark place. He's good and he torments you.
0: All right, let's go ahead and get this Rodgers, Rodgers, Rodgers talk out the way. Okay, I think Rodgers, I, I I don't want to be that pessimistic guy, but I did say this earlier in the podcast that we. this is probably one of those guys that have their names in the ring for This might be the hang-it-up season because of how Jordan Love performed last night. Yes, it was against the number one seed in the NFC, and he did perform out his mind in the moment. But I want to say this, Colby. I think it's a little more also the receivers have more resentment for Rodgers. These new young receivers have resentment for Rodgers. And they got this laid-back young other receiver that's right uh, quarterback, my bad, Young, young, laid back quarterback, you know, that they can, you know, start bonding with. They know he's going to be there longer. They know he, they can trust and rely that he's going to be there next season. Well, if they play right with him, he'll be there next season. So building that chemistry with those young guys and young receivers, it is a real. The, the thing is, Colby, the reason why I wanted you to talk about this, because I have been thinking about it, is Jordan Love and these young receivers, low key, getting along behind the scenes. And Rodgers, low key, has taken all the blood, all the heat for it. That's that's so I understand you already. Yes, you are speaking into existence right now. My deep dark secret and dark terrible nightmare. Yes, is that Jordan Love is going to work out, and he has because he has the chemistry with receivers better than Rodgers does. What's wait? I I I, I want to pause They're and wait like because they do have to go to Chicago. It is a big. It's a little early. Relax. It's a little reaction, but let's see how he does in Chicago where last at Chicago. May I, may I mind because this was lat, at last season where Rogers was saying, I F and own you to all of the bears fans. You And Justin Fields, I hope is rested up and ready to go for this game. Cause this is a, I think this is a mu- This is one of those games where I, I don't think you were expecting Colby to mention neck for next Thursday, but, um, or for this Thursday slate, but, uh, this is one that I was, because I think this is a good storyline game. Especially the way how the Rogers and Love thing is going on. Because if Love has to go out there and prove Rogers' word, I am damn sure Justin Fields is going to come out there and have to prove his point. And that's going to make that game 10 times more interesting for Jordan Love in this game. And if he wins that game, let me say this, Colby, if he wins that game, the nightmare becomes even more realistic. (laughs) So, because then he is continuing on a legacy that was Rodgers. Let's say, like, if Rodgers is going to step down this game and is actually, like, sitting out for injury, and he's like, all right, go ahead and take the reins, love. Go ahead. And uh, and he actually wins that game, and he proves Rodgers right. And he can actually – Rodgers can probably, hopefully run off in the sunset, then yeah. But also, part of me is like, go ahead and win this game. If you win this game, go ahead. Sure. Just know that – uh. I don't have big faith for this guy in the big games yet. So
1: No, that's big probably.
0: test game for him coming up this week.
1: I like your honesty there. That is probably an overreaction by me. But yeah, that will be very interesting.
0: It's been there. No Colby, it's been there. That's not an overreaction. It's been there. That's a realistic that's a really realistic reaction. That's something I've been hearing this morning too. It's been a common it's a good take. I like it. I've been waiting to share mine.
1: All right. <clears throat> um, last thing I'll say on the Eagles before we hit into the the finishing touches here of the good stuff um i still think the eagles are a really good team they do have some problems um they obviously got carved up by an offense that hasn't been great uh this season um so that's some question marks there i i do think the eagles are good though i will say people have said like oh the eagles they're gonna be like the steelers when the steelers were 11-0 i don't think that is true I think that's a little disrespectful. This Eagles team is better than <laughs> that Steelers team. I can tell you from experience having watched that team that this Eagles team is much better. Um, you were saying
0: some uh, disrespectful life. things, even though you were 11-0. and 0. I remember. You did not have a lot of faith in that team.
1: No. And the AFC then was much tougher than the conference that they're in. No disrespect. Um, I'm not saying the Eagles are going to be, like, going to the Super Bowl, but I think no one will be shocked if they're in the Super Bowl. Like, They are. I think they're still a very legitimately good team. But they do have some issues. They're far from perfect.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people are saying it's their special teams. That is the common take, at least, you know, with everything. So when it comes to playoff times, that's the one thing you got. Usually it's the ship that you can easily write off, you know, and fix. But hopefully come playoff time, you know, that's one of the big things you got to fix. But also my thing is – is Jalen Hurts also going to be entering that Josh Allen field? You know, I want you to, I want to ask you that Colby on the way they use him. Like, do you think that they're using him on the same amount of like plays and stuff? And he's running the ball just as much as like, he's relying on the bills rely on Josh Allen and the Eagles are just like Jalen Hurts take over just like him.
1: It is true. I think they do do that a lot. They run the ball better with other people, though, than the Bills, so I don't worry about that. That it. is you know,
0: better offensive line for running yeah.
1: run it. Um, but yeah, they do do a lot of the same stuff. I think Hurts has like been smarter, just a lot smarter with the football than Allen for the most part this year, too, um, which has made them better offensively. Um, so yeah, no, I agree with you there. There is a lot of similarities. I'm a, I am think the Eagles, because of their line, it seems like they're a little less reckless, just with the way they play offensively, even though it is a similar offense. So I'll say not quite as much, but yeah, there is some of it there.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I don't uh, I'm just trying to like I mean, EOS is like, they got good receivers too. It's just like, they're, they're a really good complete team. I'm not going to lie. Like much better situation than the Steelers. I agree. So, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they unfold come to the playoff push now. Cause this is, this is come December, man. I really love the December. I love December football, man. Cause this is where everything gets real. This is where we actually see who's who and everything. True colors are actually shown. And, uh, and speaking even for the team number two team in the NFC you know as a fan there you know we're one game behind for that number one spot obviously want that so that way we can get that way we can get Kirk Cousins out of the out of the any time slot that they they put him in but uh, cuz i think right now we play the commanders and i would Pretty sure Chase Young and Heineke, I could definitely see getting some revenge on our O line if Darren is not back.
1: Oh, Carson, the Commanders—that would be an electric wild card story. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that is so far right now. What do we got? That's electric
0: so, and it's gonna be at Oh yeah, and it's gonna be at Minnesota this time. So what, last true. time it was at Command at Washington. This was gonna be at Minnesota. So I could definitely see a little uh, a little spoiler happening there. So definitely one something to avoid. That's just my take, but um, I, realistically, though, it's going to be hard for the Eagles to fall off, but I do have a couple teams in mind to push them off the edge.
1: All right. I like that. So does that take us into our power rankings here, or do you want to knock your other second out first?
0: Nah, Colby. I think <laughs> – yeah, Colby, this is time for the power rankings. Okay, let's
1: get it. We got the 10, 9.30 on the clock if it takes longer. It's fine. We'll restart.
0: Nine minutes left on the clock. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to start up a new one, bud.
1: I got it though. But yeah, just get we'll do it when we need.
0: All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm hoping this one starts us off in a bang.
1: I feel like welcome everyone. My most, my most accurate rankings yet.
0: Oh, this one's gonna be a little... I hope. I don't know how this one's gonna be, but I'm I'm all for it. I had to put some faith in it. Everyone. Week 12, CJJC Show Power Rankings. (laughs) Number 10. I'm putting down the Washington Commanders for my number 10 spot. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Oh,
1: coming right off of the bank.
0: Yeah, I told you. I am hoping to come off with some heat, but I am all here for this defense. Like you said, Colby, this defense is reminding me. A lot of flashbacks of what uh, they used when they did when Heineke made that playoff run um especially chase young's coming back i'm going to go take the optimistic side and say that chase young's going to help push this team to the place where they need to be all right and for number 10 for colby
1: you're bolder than me um but i will go with the same theme of your defense number 10 i have the titans um They're a good team, not a great team. They play physical. They run the ball. They play defense. They have a pretty limited offense and a pretty limited passing game, whether it's uh, Tannehill and especially if it's Malik Willis. Um, They're pretty limited offensively, but they play really good defense. They play tough, smart, physical football. They're in every game against you, but as you see, the Bengals beat them close the last few times, so they can always play you close. They're dangerous. They can catch you slipping, but they are limited, so I put them at 10.
0: I have the Titans at 12. Interesting. And so they were one of the tough teams to kick out for my top 10. But the reason why is because the two – they didn't put Derrick Henry in for their two-minute warning play, man. They're in the – like, he's their number one player. You have no offense. I trust for you. Outside of him, and you're trying to prove that, you know, and you're struggling. You need, you need to play Derrick Henry in your key spots. I know he can't catch a football, but having him on the field still – you know, put you'll run over some safeties for sure in DBs. But I have my hesitations towards that loss to the Bengals. I thought it was a big statement when it would have been a big statement for them. And uh, they kind of fell flat. And Just like how they kind of fell. I mean, yes, they played a good game against Kansas City. They didn't have Santa Hill. But they fell flat. They didn't pull off the win. So that's where I fell there. But they actually did hand them the ball. Guess what they did during that game? They handed Derrick Henry the ball. So, in overtime, even though it didn't work, but they still did it. I can't put all right. Way. I don't know how much time we got left. Number nine, Da-da-da-da-da. I got Colby's 49ers there. At number nine, uh huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. you see that? Yeah, I see that look. I love these surprise looks that you're giving me because it tells me that I'm doing good on my powering. <laughs> um, at number nine, the defense amazing, offense still questionable. I love Jimmy G, but I think at this point there has to be some questions about, and he has to be asked some questions about his reliability on this offense to unlock it. So many weapons and it's just to put up only 13 against the Saints when you held them to a goose egg. I'm with you, Colby. Should have done a lot more damage. So, And for number nine, for Colby Jones. Well, for my
1: number nine, Uh, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I've had them higher in all our other rankings, but as much as I like Lamar and as much as I like the Ravens, they play good defense mostly. Their defense isn't always good. They fall apart at the end of games. It's a trend. It's happened a lot. You can't trust them in these late games. Their offense has kind of not been consistent with the passing game. They have real concerns when I stack them up against some of the other top teams in the AFC. The fact that they keep blowing these games late is too concerning. So I dropped the Ravens down to nine but I still think they're a good team, so I keep
0: them in. There we go. All right. I respect that take. I do have the Ravens still on this list. Just a little higher, but uh, I have my concerns as well, Cole. Let me just say that. Let me just say uh, out of this top ten list, they're the second lowest AFC team that i have on my top 10 all
1: right let's keep it. so that's how
0: many questions i have all right so number eight is my first afc team the bills i'm putting the bills at number eight um trust me this top 10 is going to get a little dicey because i i actually think it's a little bit more i am obviously a very more biased towards my nfc favorites but I I very do think that uh, the Bills these last three weeks had had some questions, like Colby said. We had the Josh Allen injury series going on. They struggled with the with the lines, even though the lines were coming in red hot. They still did win that game. Don't get me wrong, because it was a Thanksgiving game, so it was a big spot game. Everyone's watching. Um, you know, so the Bills and the Bills they just gotta find a way to keep keep going because there has been some spots where. They do have to play the Jets again, I think, or the Patriots again. Like, they still have to do play against these really good defenses. And how will they shut down Stefan Diggs again? And how will Josh Allen and his hurt elbow? So, I have a lot of questions for the Bills, a lot more questions than another AFC team that we were just talking about that you just mentioned, of course. All
1: right. That's fair. I mean, I have questions we,
0: about the no. Bills? Uh huh. So, Colby, if we at number eight.
1: Number eight, I got the 49ers. I'll say oh, uh, okay. I share your concerns about them. I mean, they have a good defense, a great defense, one of the best, a really good coach, legit weapons. Like their roster is as good as any in the league. It's Super Bowl roster, but Jimmy G is just questionable sometimes, man. He makes dumb throws. I wish we were getting to see Trey Lance develop with this team and see what he could be because I feel like the ceiling's higher even though the floor was definitely lower um, so yeah, I mean I just can't trust Jimmy G in this offense to always come through even though the team is stacked. But they are still loaded and in the NFC they're gonna win their division, host a playoff game, probably win a wild card game, and they'll be in the mix come playoff time. They got the experience. So I keep them at eight.
0: I love that because you said they're gonna make the playoffs. I'm cool with that. Um and I hope they host the Bucks, take out Brady for us, Jimmy. Bucks, Brady's gonna be perfect. at home. Are you kidding? Oh, that's right. He'll be hosting. All those well. idiots. None of those idiots are going to catch. Well, if no, wait, no. We're talking about second round. Second round, they'll probably play oh, each other. Three yeah, versus yeah, the four, yeah. three versus four. Well,
1: maybe. You never
0: depends. Know. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Um, but actually, I don't think that ever happens. So, but yeah, <laughs> I like that. Pick. I like the take. I I would always root for the fact that the Bucks somehow go there because that would be the one team that would want to play the Bucks. Um at number 7. Da-da-da, da-da-da, I got the Ravens. This is where I put them. Not too high. I was about to say respectably above the Bills. I mean, I'm pretty I don't know, I, I forget who came above that Ravens choke game. Was that the first Ravens choke? Uh, which one? Was that the first Ravens choke game against the was that against the Bills or was that against the Dolphins?
1: The Dolphins.
0: Okay. So uh, they, they either way, though, the it's still Ravens, man, I am. they're one of those teams where it's like they keep choking in the fourth quarter, but I want to believe that that's not going to be a real trend going forward, hopefully going into the playoffs. Um, this is going to probably be my last straw putting the Ravens because of the fourth quarter illness that they have above any other AFC team in the top ten. Obviously keeping them in the top ten because of Lamar, but Lamar I'm starting to get questions of. So I wouldn't be too surprised if a certain other AFC team like the Titans or Jets, came up and stole their spot.
1: All right, Jalen, we are here on a Monday night, a little later than usual, but still exciting times. The Steelers are currently playing the Colts in a disgusting game. The the Colts literally just scored to take the lead. As we're speaking this, the Steelers were up 16-3 at half, and they are now uh pending this extra point right here they're down 17 16 so they blew that lead quickly terrible third um it was a crazy week this is an interesting cap to it uh how are you doing tonight sir
0: feeling thankful feeling great uh this thanksgiving week 12 was amazing i thought a lot of these games were awesome uh a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff to talk about with the NFL. A lot of teams that you can uh, almost officially write off, maybe. So, we'll get into that maybe later. But, uh, okay. yeah, man, feeling pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this I said the Steelers were up 16-3 in this one. They're now down 17-6. It's been pretty disgusting. Or 17-16. They were um, a 17-16. A little while ago, there was a sequence where The Colts converted a fourth and short. The Steelers stopped them to force a field goal, but then they got a penalty to give them a new set of downs, and they basically stopped them again, and then they got a pass interference in the end zone on third and goal, and the Colts got it to one, and then the Colts fumbled the handoff and the Steelers recovered. Uh, The Steelers since gave it back to them, and the Colts have a lead, and Najee got injured. It started well, but it's gone horribly wrong is, is my takeaway so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I saw that Najee's got, got hurt because I saw people on the side chat saying it's time for uh, the Snell comeback. Is that what uh, are you're you buying into that?
1: McFarland's been playing better than Snell. I think he's been good. Jalen Warren is
0: also out. So we don't have our top two. Ooh, minutes. that is big. So as I was about to say, Jalen Warren was a solid uh, backup for y'all, wasn't he? Because Najee already w- did go out earlier this season.
1: Yeah, Warren's been playing really well. He's been fun. But yeah, he's out. So we're on our third back. he's done fine. It's not his fault that we blew this lead.
0: Yeah, man, man. I'm ready to to put some blame on Pickett at the end of this game. So I'm all with you. It's okay.
1: I mean, he hasn't been – he was fine in the first half. He didn't miss one touchdown pass. But um, there was a moment, if you want to know who this is – how bad the Steelers' OC is. Um, There was a moment early in the game where the Steelers, like, had a nice run for a first down. He didn't catch that cheese. Nice run for a first down. (laughs) And um, the Colts, in frustration, one of the defenders yelled, they're running the same plays, and you could audibly hear it. Um, and you just say, the Bengals, like, were calling out the Steelers' plays. Like, like people know what plays the Steelers are running, though. OC is so bad.
0: That's so sad. Like, if that team is sitting there on the line yelling, dude, they're doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, no, come on. He didn't catch no. it. I'm with you, Colby. Yeah. Sad I need mean, Pickens to be. Uh, Pickens needs to be more of a number one receiver. Pickens did not complete a pass
1: in the third quarter.
0: Well, wait, Deontay Johnson, you guys is, is still number one, right? You, you guys mean, still treat he, him like the he number hasn't one.
1: Done much lately? He's the most proven, but he hasn't done much lately. Yeah. Oh, jeez, this is gonna be a, a stressful fourth quarter as we record this podcast. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be very entertaining to see how you uh, go through these fourth quarter, this fourth <laughs> quarter madness.
1: Yeah, because
0: uh, it uh, looks like you're going to have a cardiac game instead of the Vikings. Well, Vikings always have them. So we'll, we'll see. This guess, was uh, guess tr- transition on over to uh, Bill's lines. Yeah, so we'll take it that back, Thanksgiving talk
1: back to Thanksgiving. So I I mean, I'll just start by saying, of course, the most important thing about this game is that I picked both the Lions and the Bears games correctly this week. And that's now two weeks in a row. We've got in the Bears game, so the fading Colby strategy. Both
0: teams lost,
1: <laughs> um, but they covered the spread. I don't pick for wins. I'm <laughs> pick the spread, and so by that you time, are, you are you
0: are. So you are, Lions, you are.
1: And so the Lions, you know, it was almost predictable. They came so close to pulling an upset. They played so well throughout the game, and then just another soul crushing, heart wrenching defeat. It's a Thanksgiving classic. <laughs> no team loses in a more heartbreaking fashion than the Lions. Um This time it was their defense blowing it at the end, and Dan Campbell love him. He's gonna keep his job, I think. I don't think you can fire him with how hard they play for him. but man, he completely butchered the clock management at the end of that. Um, I did don't feel great about the bills after this one, but they squeak it out. Allen made some mistakes, but he does enough. They certainly don't cover. Um, I have some real concerns about the bills and man, it's just heartbreaking for Detroit. But at least the Rams also lost, so that feels better for him.
0: I think he did all right with the clock management, though. Uh, it made sense to wind the clock down as much as possible to stop Josh Allen, and he still – Josh Allen still went down and scored. I mean, he tried his best. I mean, yeah, it was ugly, but in the end of the day, the whole clock management, the whole disgust scene, that all – you don't have to worry about that. I mean, what happened was what? They ended up re-giving him the 30 seconds anyways, I think it was. So because of like, it was like a play, it was some weird play and all that, but I was with, I was with him to begin with. I just wanted to say that because I thought the clock management made sense and he trusted his team to pull through, but his defense didn't like you guys, like you said. So, um, yeah, I was about, I I was about to say I'm with Dan Campbell though. I thought this game was electric it kicked off the Thanksgiving slate perfectly, um, and, you know, we had it. It was a great test to the Bills. We all said that the Lions will give them a good game because they're coming in really hot. And they did. So this game lived up. I, I hate to keep bragging, I'm not with me bragging a little bit, but this Thanksgiving slot was almost everything I asked for, besides probably the Giants game. But yeah. besides that, I, I was about to say this game went pretty word for word for what we were talking about on uh, Wednesday.
1: Yeah. No was I still think there's a lot to be excited about for the Lions in the future. You're about to get Jameson Williams and see what he looks like here in the next few weeks and you're about to have two probably top 10 picks. I mean, who knows? They'll probably win a few more games, but um and as I said before, best part of it for the Lions with all the injuries and how bad they've been, the Rams, I mean, they might not win another game. Uh, so that Rams pick could end up being very high, probably as high as 2. We'll see if it actually is that high, but that would be nice for the lines so yeah that, that's about all i have on that one we'll talk about the bills i'm sure later when we get to our power mm-hmm. rankings but i'll just say i have some real concerns about the bills I, they have not answered any of my concerns really
0: uh, it's a reasonable concern question <laughs> let's just say that
1: yeah all right on to the next one the dallas cowboys 28 20 over the giants they get their classic thanksgiving day win uh, the Giants do cover with a at the back door cover by a half of a point. Uh, there was an eight and a half point spread, I believe. And they or no, was it all the way up to ten? It might have been up to ten. 10.
0: It was, it was 10, ten, yeah.
1: That's right. It was ten. And so the Giants do cover, but at the back door. But the Cowboys, you know, they're better. They're in control of the game. I still just I fully believe the Cowboys are a great team. They can be dominant when it's all clicking. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. But I still just Kind of can't fully trust them, even though I do think they're a really good team. The Giants, you know, they still are in a limited uh, limited roster. I don't know how good they're realistically going to be. Um, so we'll, we'll find out about the Giants here. But that's a nice uh, – another nice win for the Cowboys. I mean, it wasn't the best, but they continue to roll.
0: Yeah, Cowboys continue to roll. It was a big game for them to pretty much call the season sweep on the Giants. Um, we talked about how the Giants will play competitive because it was going to be a potential sweep, but uh, you know what, the Cowboys came and got the job done. They defended the home ground on Thanksgiving, something that they struggled to do a lot (laughs) of recent years, at least every since they had struggled a lot. So, um, this was a good win for the Cowboys and the Cowboy fans. So, you know, it's they're riding really high. There's a team that uh, I really want to talk about a little bit more, but the NFC East, man, is very interesting. And th- these Cowboys, they got to show, they got to, I feel like that. I'm with you. They have to prove me a, like maybe one or two more weeks for me to officially give them my hats on. Cause yes, you did. Don't get me wrong. You pounded my team, but uh, I mean, that's, that's Kirk Cousins in a big <laughs> moment. Plus, uh, you know, you got, our line just fell apart and, Excuse, excuse, excuse. But, hey, I mean, give me one more big performance like that. This offense is clicking on all gears, though. I'm with you. So, just give me one more good one, and I'm all in. I would be pretty much sold on the Cowboys. There you go, Colts. No, there you go. Look at them go.
1: You know, I saw that a second ago. The Steelers, you know, they're, they're moving it a little bit. We'll see if they can uh can finish this drive up right here. That was not pretty. Um. Okay. And on to the final slate of the Thanksgiving games. Your Minnesota Vikings bouncing back in a thriller 33-26, a controversial touchdown catch called it back against the Patriots. Oh, what a, oh what, a, what a shame that a call didn't go the Patriots' way. Oh, oh, shucks. Sure do feel bad for them. Obviously not. That's hilarious. It's funny when the team that has been gotten all the calls over the years doesn't get a call. So I have no problem with that. It's funny that that happened to the Patriots. This was a nice win for the Vikings. I really thought Belichick was going to slow down Jefferson a little bit, but he couldn't. Justin Jefferson still dominates. And Kirk, even though it was Thanksgiving and it was night, he played a pretty good game. So that, that's kind of a good game. For you. Yeah. nice win bounce back. Mac Jones actually played his best game of the year probably. This game I didn't defense expect sucks. to have this many points. <laughs> um, but the Vikings, that's a nice bounce back win.
0: Yeah, Vikings defense, pass defense, man. It's something to be concerned about for sure. Because Mac Jones was slicing and dicing after the stinker he put up on the Jets. So that was the only main thing I took away from that game. It was amazing to see the guys ball out on offense in the big moment because uh, they hardly ever get the chance to do that. So I was hyped and everything. It was, that's why I was coming in feeling thankful because that was a big spot game, man. And to come up and pull it off with that type of scoring, it was, it was pretty much a theme to this season, you know classic themes of the season, you know, all the way down to the wire type game. But, hey, a win's a win. Still muted there, Cole. Sorry,
1: I keep forgetting. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting distracted. My stream's being dumb, but Pickett, Pickett is making some nice throws here. Um, is, yes, he is. So, so, yeah, that was a nice, nice win for y'all. The Patriots, I still don't fully believe in them. I hope they don't end up getting in the playoffs. They could sneak in. Uh Mac Jones, you know, he's I feel like he's fine. Like he's he's not amazing, but he can play well sometimes like he's just a guy. Um, it's not Lawrence or Fields, but he's better than Zach Wilson. Um, so, you know, I still don't love the Patriots, but they're competitive and give them credit. So that's a nice win for you all.
0: Yeah, it was a nice win, And uh, hopefully we keep that going into the next game because the next one's pretty much another good test. Against a quarterback that's rolling off of high expectations, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll uh, all pan out for us. We'll talk about that on Thursday.
1: <laughs> that's certainly going to be a very interesting one. Okay, on to the Sunday slate. Well, I give you credit; you called this one. I did not call it. The Browns rally, pull off a stunner over an overtime over Brady. The Buccaneers also have some questionable clock management and decision making at the end from their coach. They blow a game; they were up. The Bucks' offense still isn't right. They're still not very good. They still are leading their division, even though they lost this game. For the Browns, Jacoby gets a walk-off win in his last uh, start. They're going to Deshaun at 4-7, and seven. technically mathematically still alive, even if it is a long shot. Uh, yeah. So definitely a stunning upset. Not too stunning, but surprise upset for the Browns. I like Tampa here, but you were right. The Browns get a big win, and Tampa, man, they've got some real problems.
0: Yeah, Tampa has some real problems. And uh, the main thing I wanted to bring about this was that the Browns did rally for Jacoby. He played the game as best as he could, like always. To see him walk off, you know, after beating Brady, it was a pretty emotional. I was, he was like, you know, all teared up and stuff and seeing the crowd. Like, I, I understand, you know, like this guy's getting benched for a definitely more questionable, situationable quarterback right now. We don't know what the, what's going to happen in these next few weeks regarding the Browns. Same thing for the Bucs. They're in the NFC South. And this was supposed to be almost a gimme, I feel like, most people thought. I mean, I didn't blame you for thinking that the Bucs were supposed to run away with this one. Shoot. When at the end of the game, I was surprised to see that the Browns made the comeback for overtime. I was very surprised. So um, just for the Bucs, you know, a lot of concern. But they're in the NFC South where every team's alive there. Um, I think they were just okay. mentioning the Monday night, next week's Monday night game where the Bucs play, is it the Eagles? Saints. Oh, the Saints. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Bucks Saints. So there you game. go. It's Boston, terrible, but it's probably going to be a very important one for them.
1: You know, you're right about that. The NFC South, man, is disgusting. Um, the Browns, uh, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about that Houston Browns game on Thursday next week with Sean's return. I, know oh, you, I knew we all said we were going to slam Houston. And I'll still – I'm a little – but I have to say I'm a little less confident if it's Kyle Allen out there than Davis Mills.
0: You think so? Is that our next game we're talking about?
1: Well, no. Nah, um, I'm just saying for next week. That's not the next one I have on the list. But, yeah, actually, we'll, we'll go into that one. So, the Dolphins 30 – the texans 15 miami got up 30 to nothing and then they caught off the dogs so the dolphins do cover just barely the widespread kyle allen yeah it turns out it wasn't davis mills's fault that the texans were so bad it might have been partially but uh, a lot of other people's faults too the dolphins Tua continues to be good they continue to win um we'll talk about the dolphins probably a power rankings this is a now this next part of the schedule gets real. They did what they should have today. I think they're a really good team. Like I said, they're a lot better than I thought they'd be.
0: Um, yeah, Dolphins, they, uh, they're they about to go through a little bit of a gauntlet, but this has been fun. It's, this was very high scoring. They got the lead right away and pretty much just didn't run away and just pretty much kept it away from them until they benched Tua and then the Texans made some sort of comeback, and then they were like, all right, defense finally was like, let's take a fi- let's finally shut this down. So yeah, tech, you know, Dolphins taking care of business with so that Tua tackle that was a little scary. I don't know if you saw that he got a little twisted up there, but uh, we we'll always have to have a little concern for Tua and his uh, his health. But yeah, man, this was a good this was a good performance from the Dolphins all around. You know, yeah, yeah it's quick and simple.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the Texans are also pretty much gonna pretty comfortably have the number one draft pick.
0: Yeah, they will have a great pick.
1: <laughs> How? Oh, I can't believe that works, but let's go. Woo. Okay. Mm. Sorry. On to one of my two locks that I got wrong. Tough one and two week for my locks. Was a half point away from being two and one. Uh, but this one, I, I like the Titans. They fall 20 to 16 to the Bengals. The Bengals have won three in a row. They get Jamar Chase back next week. They beat the Titans without him in a, in a tight game. Um, wasn't always the prettiest But they get the dub on the road um, Nice win for Cincinnati I continue to think they're Like I said, I thought they're probably the most dangerous Threat to Kansas City um, I Watching the Bills lately I said in my QB rankings Before the season Back in the preseason If you'll remember, I have Mahomes 1 Burrow 2, Allen 3 I still feel that way I would take Burrow over Allen In spite of all the amazing things Allen can do I just trust Burrow more. He's more reliable. It's just Joe cool, man. I know Christian says he's a cornball, but he's legit. The Bengals, to me, are bona fide Super Bowl Christian
0: just has that biased hate, man, that we love to see here. I hate the
1: Bengals, too, but I have to respect Joe Burrow. Like, I have to be – I got to acknowledge how good he is. Like, he's impressive. Um, but, But, yeah, this was a huge win. This was a big win for the Bengals. I liked the Titans, and I was wrong on that. It does show their offense is kind of limited.
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) What the heck was that? Two-point conversion. (laughs) Sui! Okay, Pickens. That was hype. That was the celebration he did, by the way. It's the Sui from uh, Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo. Sui! That was hype. Yes! This chat's going off. (laughs) But, um... So let me talk about this Bengals game instead of the Steelers game. <laughs> Sorry, Dude, these uh, yes, the Bengals man, they uh, they this was a game where they had to come in the Titans. They knew what they're going to throw at them. Uh, the Titans gave them everything they got, and they came out with the dub. I mean, um, another uh, Jalen Pickham picked right, but I gotta say, Joe Burrow, he came he came in and showed them what was up. This offensive line, they gelled together. At the end of the day, you saw the offensive lineman jabbing back at the defense, talking that talk because they're a completely different line, and that D-line thought they can toss them around like they did last season in the postseason. So, hey man, this like you said, this Bengals team, I think you're selling me out more and more on that take that the Bengals might be the Chiefs number one contender for the throne in the AFC.
1: They have, yeah, they just have a very high ceiling. You're right. This was this was a big win for them. And by the way, next week, again, we'll talk Thursday, but this is one of the best slates of the year coming up, and we got that Bengals-Chiefs AFC title rematch next week.
0: No way. So the Bengals are going through the run right now, man. Like, they're going through pretty much a playoff, like, replay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, so who's our next one?
1: On to the next game of the 1 o'clock slate. The Mike White game, Jets 31, Bears 10. It was actually Mike White and Trevor Simeon, so Fields and Wilson both not playing for very different reasons. Fields banged up because he has to carry the Bears team on his back every week. Wilson benched because he sucks. Uh, and Mike White even in the rain, granted the Bears defense is horrible, but uh, Mike White was cooking. He played a, t- a near-flawless game, three touchdowns, completed – high percentage of his throws he was cooking the Jets offense looked like it's supposed to with all their weapons and it just showed that like I said I loved the Jets and this is I've now two bear picks right in a row I said I love the Jets just because they have a far better roster and that was that was on display
0: oh yeah yeah that was definitely on display this week um and especially when you have a quarterback that can play uh what Sala said make the easy football look actually easy because that was something that Zach Wilson wasn't doing so just the fact that you know they had to bench Zach Wilson for doing the simple throws and seeing the Jets perform the way they did when they had just the backup like that is Mike White going to get this Jets team to the promised land I'm not going to say it yet but I am going to say is there's a little bit I will say that there might be a little Brady magic going on maybe this is the next Brady so we were talking about it. it might be zappy okay. trying to be that all maybe we should just Slow make, down. Let's
1: go ahead and next Brady this
0: what? maybe this is the football gods pa- balancing out the scales a little bit Colby you know like maybe this is just like the football gods like you know what hey let's give the jets you know a little bit of fun for the next few years we don't have to worry and then Patriots, you know they get the next four win seasons for the next few years, but of course, Colby doesn't want that. Colby doesn't want Mike White to succeed. So, uh, not a what? Fun you are playing
1: words <laughs> by. I never said that. Why I don't want him to succeed just because I said he's not going to be the next Brady. What? I like Mike White.
0: Like it was fun. I did too. I, I liked him last season.
1: <laughs> yeah, last season he also, and that's why I said hold on, because last season he also played an amazing game, and then he played. And some then it awesome fell off. Game, <laughs> So I need to see yeah. it more than one week, but it was a nice start, um, and I think we it just, just had anything. that
0: nice start. Yeah,
1: he's better than Zach Wilson. I don't think that's arguable.
0: Yeah, and I think the locker rooms uh, sold on Jets on the Jet. You know, like the Jets' decision to uh, keep backing up and rallying Mike White. So I'm all for it. It was awesome to see Trevor Simeon be out there playing with a torn peck or oblique. I think it was. Oh, running into the kicker. Nice job, Steelers.
1: Didn't call it.
0: They didn't call that? Nope. That was like two players running into the punter. No, <laughs> they didn't call. Look, Matt Saturday's Jeff Saturday pissed. <laughs> He's pissed. He pissed. Dude, that was like blatant running into the kicker. There was two players no, no, running into called, him. Hang on. I got to see this one more time. Nice little. <laughs> Dude, that is completely running into the kicker. The helmet went straight to his calf. No landing zone. Anyways, and you know he knows what good kickers are. Jeff Saturday had Pat McAfee and Terry when oh, he yeah. played on the Colts. I know. <clears throat> Another reason why he's a good Colts coach, right, Colby?
1: He's done better. Hey, I said, I'll give him credit. He's done a lot better than I thought. He, he's earned a shot. I look at the job mm-hmm. going forward at least. Yeah,
0: I don't know if he's going to earn it. I don't know, I'm don't i with you. I don't know if he's going to earn it, but I like it. I like it right now. made sense for me. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but as for the Bears, before we move on, just want to say, as for the Bears, you guys tried, but I think uh, Simeon might have just cost them what Darnell Mooney. I think he got banged yeah, up this game, year. so we I think Simeon. Anyway. I mean, yeah, it's good to have him just build up, but still, Simeon just got rid of Darnell Mooney, the hype man. So, Bears... oh well, it was good seeing Simeon one last time. <laughs> was
1: Bears are going to be in a very interesting position in the draft where they
0: oh. And we can't forget about they mentioned Nathan Peterman playing this game oh, yeah, a bit right. because Simeon got hurt. We forgot about that. They were they... – <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Just made sure I got all my facts straight and out there.
1: Yeah. Bears will either be able to in the draft – I mean, the way it is right now. We'll see how they finish. But could very well be in a position. It would be
0: very well. It would be a very could, nice position, yeah.
1: Where they could either take the best non-quarterback or trade down a pick for a haul for someone who wants a quarterback.
0: Ooh, the best non-quarterback. That's gonna be filthy for the Bears too. And usually, that screams for them. That's probably what going to be an O lineman.
1: I mean, the best non-quarterback that drafts Will Anderson is an edge from Bama, but they do need O line.
0: Um, I was to say, I mean, hey, a defensive player in Chicago that also screams home run for them, right? Yeah. So, but that's just going back to your roots. So. Yeah. I mean, right well, they that. That's months away. Months away from now.
1: Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say on this one. I just feel like I have to continue to mention every time we talk about the Jets how good Sauce Gardner is. That dude he's ridiculous. <laughs> he was they released today. He's gotten the most votes for the Pro Bowl for any corner. Um and well deservedly so. He's been he's just ridiculous. So
0: I'm ready to talk up, Colby. I and since you mentioned it, I already saw it. You you already brought up a break big stat on Sauce Gardner in the Pro Bowl votes. Sunday. Jets Vikings, man. Sauce that's Garner versus guess. Justin yeah. Jefferson, who's that's leading all players. Justin Jefferson's leading all players right now in the Pro Bowl voting. So that – uh, I was about to say maybe a little hit nudge nudge to the first wide receiver MVP we saw. No, nah, I'm just kidding. They'll never do that, right? No, be a TV award now. Yeah. But anyways, oh, that's going to be an elite matchup. I love that you brought up Sauce Gardner. I wanted to talk about that on Thursday. But, hey, Justin Jefferson, Sauce Gardner on Sunday. Cool. That's going to be hype. If he travels with him, of course, he should because Justin Jefferson goes in the slot sometimes. But if you're too big-name corner, if you're the big-name corner you are, you should travel, you know. <laughs> and then leave Adam Thielen to just cook up all everybody else and TJ Hawkinson. Just just, just do it, please.
1: Yeah, no, you're right about that. Okay, that's going to be a good one. Uh, we've got, I believe, three more in the one o'clock slate. All right, so this is the one. I was unfortunately doing the busiest day of the year travel on Sunday and was sitting in some traffic on 81 uh, during the portion of the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, saw the four games and the late games but and was keeping up with them where I could. So the game I was listening to as I drove that I had on the local radio stations uh, was Commander's Falcons. So this is the one yeah. I got the most play-by-play of. The Commander's went at 19-13. Thir- to 13. Was in doubt there, but Mariota throws a – pick off a deflection at the end commanders continue to roll heineke just keeps winning um he wasn't amazing in this game he threw a bad pick right before halftime uh but the commanders continue to be red hot and i'll say the biggest thing about this for the commanders is uh their defense we say we talk about heineke and how he's winning and yes he deserves some credit but really the reason they're winning is they are back to playing that electric washington commander's defense was on the like season. they
0: did when he had Heineke. Yep. I was seeing the same thing. Still no Chase Young, I think still. Still no Chase Young. Yeah, it should be back soon. Yeah, still. So that's that's another key thing there to put in. Like this defense is gelling. And I know they used to, and I'm pretty sure this is an old report from like last season, but this defensive line used to have some like personnel issues within the locker room. So who knows how this is all gonna pan out. Now I'm starting to think hopefully that Chase Young when he comes back, you know you get the obvious result of him just being an absolute monster piece to the defense and the commanders just take off. But I'm sitting here thinking I have my, I'm sitting here thinking that, you know, Heineke's getting the job done and it's electric time. It's good times in Washington. And uh, you know, it's something that we've seen before. Like you said, it's that old, it's that electric defensive football. And my favorite word that you put in there was electric. It's because, that's what way Heineke brings you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all. He like said it's not all on Heineke. It's Heineke, he can win. I'll give him that. Yeah, he, that's,
0: that's what Rob Rivera wanted.
1: Think, but he's done a better job than I thought. And the Commanders are currently have that last wild card, and all four teams would be in the playoffs in the NFC East. We'll see if that holds. They also, and again, Thursday's going to be a lot of fun. They also have a huge game against the Giants next week.
0: A lot of tests coming up, man. A lot of tests. Like, man. Can't wait to have Christian back for Thursday, too. Because oh, yeah. we gotta have to we have to hear what he's thinking about this next game. Yeah.
1: that is gonna be that is gonna be juicy. Last thing I'll say on Atlanta. Man, I really I guess Desmond Ritter must oh. not be very good because Marcus Merrick yeah. is just not that good. Like he's holding this team back. He's done well some games. And like I don't want to bang on him too much because he's had some nice moments, but realistically like their offense has some really good pieces and like they run the ball well and his mobility is part of that but man if he was a better passer they could be a lot better
0: yeah it feels bad because he was one of my favorites coming out for preseason so hopefully uh maybe he's one of those things where we need to see a year for him to get some development going and know the nfl better but I'm with you, Cole. It's not looking too good. And uh, who knows what the future is for any Falcons quarterback right now.
1: That's certainly very true. Um, All right. So, yes, as you said, on to the next game that our good buddy Christian was live at. The Panthers 23, the Broncos 10. Carolina rolls the awful Russell Wilson, the worst offense in football. Uh, Sam Darnold first game back. He gets the job done. Gets a 23-10 win. And Panthers still very much alive in the NFC South four and eight um got to give them credit they play hard for steve wilks he's got three dubs um so i'll give the uh i'll give the give the panthers some credit darnold we'll see if he can how many he can win down the stretch probably not many but me man what a just an absolute disaster this season has been for denver it gets worse every week how are the vibes out there in colorado man
0: Oh man, you know the lot. The vibes have been low for the Broncos, man. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of people have already turned their attention to the Nuggets, who have been who have been doing their job. You know, yeah. the Nuggets and the Avalanche certainly have been doing their brother. job. Yeah, that was what I was saying with some, you know, the guys are just you know doing whatever you got to do to get to the playoffs, and I think that's all the Nuggets fans could really ask for, especially after the way, uh, especially after the way the Broncos are performing. It's Ah, I wouldn't say playoffs. Actually, I think after the, the way the Broncos performing and the way the Avalanche won, I think the expectations are pretty high on the Nuggets. This they year. are.
1: They are. So the
0: and I was about to say, because these teams, man, you got one team. We're going to talk about the Nuggets on Thursday, don't you worry. So, but uh, yeah, back for the Broncos, though. And no one's really riding. The defense certainly isn't riding anymore. Um, I'm sure you saw the clip of the defensive lineman getting all up in Russell Wilson's face and uh, just seeing Nathaniel Hackett act like nothing happened or, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. I think everyone, I don't know what it said, but it really did say that he said, let's ride right back to him as a response. Like, I I personally think that's what he said back to him was like the dude got in his face and Russell's response was let's ride I <laughs> I'm like I, I genuinely think i genuinely think that he said that to him and that's why he just oh, the d lineman just went off even more on him so uh yeah you know players hear what's going on outside of the building of course too so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting to see how where all the blame's gonna fall here in the next few weeks um special i mean obviously i feel like a lot of people are looking at it, but i like to look on the positive here and the panthers defense did what you said of course is shut down this terrible denver offense so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's bad that was pretty much the main takeaway of that game for me
1: yeah no that's fair um okay don't need to spend too much time on that one wow i can't believe
0: you just got jesus
1: okay on to I the, like how the
0: Colts did a uh, ran into your kicker at the last point, too. By the way,
1: it's the skin sloppy out there. The <laughs> last game of the one o'clock slate, and arguably the best. The Jags, my upset pick, home run, now my upset pick. The Jags 28 27, comeback, thrilling win on a two point conversion over the Ravens. Trevor Lawrence plays his best game as a pro, absolutely cooks, makes some crazy throws. Uh, Lawrence has been tearing it up the last few games he is who we thought he was even though he's on the Jags and the future is bright in Jacksonville I think because of that dude is a stud um for the Ravens again we'll talk about them in power rankings they have some real concerns that they continue to blow these games late um but nice win for the Jags to finally be on the right side of a close one
0: yeah a lot of concerns and a lot of questions for the Ravens man um I don't know I was hyped because, like, one of these quarterbacks had to be clutch, right? And Lamar wasn't trying to close the game. And everyone – I knew personally that Trevor Lawrence has a big history this season and reputation of not pulling through at the very last moment. And Doug Peterson, man, big balls, big calls. And he got the – he went for two. And I even said it myself before the even scored. I was like the only – I was like, this has to be a Doug Peterson moment. <laughs> where he trusts the Trevor Lawrence and I even I called I thought to myself I was like this is a classic moment and the Ravens fell for it and don't get me wrong I was sitting right there seeing Justin Tucker's kicker line up and it falls so it was dead middle and it was short like it did have the accuracy it just did not have the distance man so it was a uh, very deflating to watch Justin Tucker come up short because I think it would have been like a history kick too but um man what a game for the Jags to come back and win. I'm all there with you, Colb. It was a good one to see for Trevor Lawrence. Um, obviously sucks for my Ravens pick. And um, very much AFC North. Very much even more interesting with uh, the way the Bengals are playing. So, That's yeah, great. man. And then, remember, we were saying Ravens supposed to be having a cakewalk these next few weeks. They lost to the Jags. Are every, is every game going to be like this where – these easy supposed to win <laughs> games aren't, you know, like where the Ravens are actually going to be stuck in close games like the Vikings all throughout the till the postseason push. So it is definitely going to be something to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, no, you're right about that, and that is going to wrap up the one o'clock
0: slate. So back to the power rankings at number seven for Colby.
1: You know, I hate to be rude to you and your NFC bias, Jalen, and I really hate to, but I've got your Minnesota Vikings down. In my latest rankings. I had them very high last time. They're still a very good team. I love, I like their coach. I like their roster, their weapons. I still believe Kirk is a solid quarterback, especially in today's NFC. Um, but he, I can't unsee the 43 game against Dallas, man. I can't. As, as much as this is a nice bounce back over the Patriots, I know but you what about the had bad games, and I know you did beat the Bills. I know you beat the Bills in that bizarre game, but I just can't unsee that Dallas game and some of the things that were exposed there. It makes me worry about how you stack up with the true tops of the conference because I also saw the Philly game, and I feel like those are the two best teams in your conference. And the two times the Vikings played them, no disrespect, it was not pretty. Um, so I have no questions, but I've been—you know—I've been high on the Vikings all year with you. But I have okay. no questions, so I drop them to seven. <laughs> I still believe they're a very good team, but I couldn't put them any higher.
0: I, I respect that take, That was very—you put me down gently. You didn't—you didn't—you didn't just throw me against the wall or out the window like they would on a what is it called? <laughs> Always Sunny. They would—you didn't—you didn't do me any—you didn't treat me like Charlie. Um oh,
1: well.
0: you, 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 I really appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead before I break my feelings and I'm going to say something that's probably going to be blasphemous to you then at this rate, at this rate, because at number six, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think that's blasphemous. You don't think so? Oh, okay. I think, I think, I think we're going to have a, I think that doesn't, I think that spices up what's about to be said here next. Well, um, what I'm about to say though they're getting they're going to be getting healthier soon of course but they did lose Joe Mixon I don't know for how long but um, Joe Burrow though is the real story here and obviously this O line that's gelled together so shouts out to them they're balling out and Joe Burrow love to see him healthy and balling because of course we hate to see him hate to see him down so I have it the Bengals respectably at number six they're performing well there's only literally two other teams in the afc that i have above them so that's colby if you want to say that they're your dark horse afc contender still i'm all for that take so for you colby who is that number six da-na-na, da-na-na.
1: well it could be a little high but i'd have number six is the bills i know there's some real concerns as i've said and i'm not as high on them as i was they the josh allen dependence, the josh allen turnovers um This close games, they needed that Detroit game, and they got it just barely. Um, Real concern, so I have them at six, but I keep them this high just because they're still a loaded roster. The ceiling is still so high. If Josh Allen just doesn't make mistakes, he can still do crazy things. Um, I don't think they're an elite top-tier team, but at six, they they can still smoke anyone if they're on their best game. So I keep them at six. Um, Maybe a little high, but I got them six.
0: You know, I respect that because that Vikings game was an emotional roller coaster, and that was the reason why I had to raise my hand and I've had to put it back down because my question was pretty much answered because I answered it to myself. I was like, you know, that game, you know, if played ten more times, the Bills probably wouldn't want it seven more times out of three. You know, and I and I think you would have thought the same thing, right? I'm just saying, like.
1: What I've seen since then,
0: too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what you've seen since then from the Bills compared to the Vikings, like, I, 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 that's the take that I'm going with right now. Like, if the Bills and Vikings were to play again, the Bills probably would have won that game seven to three. You know, seven times out of three.
1: I mean, it was a nice win. I still like. I'll take
0: that thirty percent though. Don't get me wrong. As a Vikings fan, we'll take that thirty percent because look what we're got us. (laughs) So. Uh, I respect that take, Colt. I do respect that take. All right. So at number five, and the reason why the hammer down on that blasphemy, Colby, because I do think this team is better than the Bengals. At number five, my Minnesota Vikings. I think we got the guys up right now. to, If we were to play the Bengals to beat them in this spot, um, I think in the, especially at one o'clock, don't get me wrong. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is too much swag for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to be like, man, one o'clock game. This is this is weird. This game should be on prime time. This is when I will be showing off my swagger, my my new fit. Why is this guy walking up in a polo? Well, guess what? Because this guy in a polo is expecting to walk out the building in chains. So like a dog he is. And Kirk Cousins right now is playing like a dog these last three weeks. Sure, that 40-3 to 3 game was a stinker, Colby. But that wasn't his fault. That was that offensive line just being dismantled. I mean, we I've said Michael Parsons was going to eat him alive. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. So, but uh, I do have to take that game into consideration like you did. So, they're at number five, sitting comfortably. So, Colby, who is a part of that top five for you and starting at number five?
1: My number five, I have the Miami Dolphins. They have an insanely dynamic offense Tua has played great this year he looks like a franchise quarterback he's been great um they've exceeded my expectations they have a really good roster their coach is very clever I love a lot of what Miami is doing and I think they have really a very high ceiling to be a top challenger in the AFC my only question why keep him at five and not any higher as I hear you, see you haven't listed him yet I need to see it in cold weather I know that sounds stupid but, like, that's a real concern for me. Can they last down the stretch and win any of these cold-weather games? I, I just feel like there's going to be w- games like that where I don't know. I need to see Tua do it. Um, But he very
0: well great team. I respect it, and I'll tell you why. But at the same time, you have to understand the chances of them, they're only one game back from the one seed right now. It's true chances of them having to go up to any of those cold state weather games are very slim. So just something to keep in mind. I do respect though, having them at five, that's respectable, especially um, like you said, their offense and how they will react to those cold weather games. You You can't really throw the ball as deep and that type of thing, but you know, that's also a skill thing. So who knows? You still have Tyreek who's popping off this season. Still have Waddle, still have, you know, this defense that you did go out and spend for before the deadline. So, we'll see how it all goes. I respect them at number five. Because at number four, I got the Dallas Cowboys. Because straight up and simply, I'm not even going to do the dun 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 for them. Straight up and simply, they were better than the Vikings. Um, but I don't think they're better than the three teams ahead of them. Uh, so, Colby, I know you said you were probably expecting the Dolphins to land somewhere. But I uh, will tell you right now, you're going to have to wait a little longer. Okay. But as for those Cowboys, I'm all for them. I, I, I respect them. They earned it. They earned the respect. Yeah, I obviously need one more win to put in my top three. It's probably, but these next three weeks, they have to prove to me they be in the top three for me to pro- officially, oh, my God, I just replayed that Kirk Cousins fall down against the Buffalo <laughs> Bills game. That was terrible. He just fell straight back. <laughs> just anyways. Um, but they the Cowboys, though, they need to. you know, Get the get those get one more solid win at these next couple of weeks, and I'll be all there for them. I'll be I can stand by their corner, sadly, through all the annoying hype until the playoffs. Because come playoffs, obviously the gloves come off, and I don't care who you are, and who if we play against you, of course, especially if they're going to be in a wild card position the way the Eagles are playing. All right. So Colby, all right. for you at number four, I'm giving you the da 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 da.
1: I'll tell you what, I may have said that your NFC optimism was a little uh, over but I'll give your NFC some respect because my number four team is the Cincinnati Bengals, the team I think is the dangerous AFC contender. They're about to get Chase back. They've won three in a row. Without, they're winning without him. They're about to get him back. Burrow is cooking. I had said I have him as the number two QB in the NFL. Would not be sh- as, as much as I don't want to see the Bengals succeed. You've got to respect Burrow. He's a great player. I think Bengals could, would not be stunned at all if they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Um, they have potential to be better than last year down the stretch. But there's still some questions. They've had some bad games. I got them at four, but I think they have a real Super Bowl ceiling.
0: Bengals do have that Super Bowl ceiling. I, I like how you put your ceiling at number four. I don't know if I put mine at number four. I don't know. Maybe five. Mine might be five. Now I'm going to say five. I think mine's five. Those are my five. I have my top five are pretty much my Super Bowl teams right now. Yeah. Well, six because that's where the Bengals are. Because I agree with that take. I do think the Bengals are a dark horse team today. AFC. That's why I say with them at number six. And I think the Vikings are also going to be the NFC dark horse because you have your two favorites in the Dallas, and what I'm assuming is the other one who I'm about to say at number three is the Philadelphia Eagles. I have them at number three. Like yeah. I said, Colby, keep waiting. Keep waiting for I respect them. respect
1: it. You know what? I respect it. I respect the love. So I'm all hyped for them,
0: but uh, the Eagles, I have to respect them. Best NFC team out there right now, of course, because you definitely beat the Vikings and Cowboys these last couple of weeks, even though it was uh, Cooper rush versus Cooper rush, not Dak Prescott, but, uh, Gotta give Eagles credit when it's due, man. And I have, I have to do it every week and I hate to do it, but it's true when it is. And I think for, according to your expression, I think it's still not enough credit.
1: Well, I mean, I have no issue. I mean, like it's, you could make an argument that the Eagles are three, but I, I tend to give the Eagles a little more credit. I'm impressed with the Dolphins love affair at number three. I got the Dallas Cowboys. Uh you had them for. I think they are, their ceiling is crazy just because of Michael Parsons and the way their defense can look at times. And their offense is pretty good. The OBJ stuff is weird. And now with that whole thing with him on the plane, I might yeah, still get him. Um, but, yeah, I think they have – like, I think the Vikings are a good team. And I know it could just be a fluke game. But, like, when they destroyed you all like that, that also counts for something. The Giants game wasn't as pretty, but it's a division game. Like, they're a really good team. I can't fully trust them because they're the Cowboys. But in the the NFC, I mean, to me, they're the best or second-best team right now. They look legit.
0: Yeah, they do look legit. And uh, like I said, I had to put them above my Vikings because I had to respect that game as well. I didn't think it was a flu game. I had to respect it. So that's why they were both my Vikings. Um, I think the Eagles – are just not as good as this number two team, Colby. And Colby at number two coming out of cannon. No, I'm just kidding. It's the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> number two. Okay. It's the obvious choice, everyone. It's the my it's the Miami Dolphins right now. They are my AFC at least dark horse contender for the the go ahead and go up against and fight up the Chiefs. Um, it would be electric to see Tyreek to show back up in the Dolphins uniform and the AFC Championship at Kansas City and everything and have to stare down that whole crowd and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the other sideline. And he has Tua, Jalen Waddle, the 49ers running back crew because that's what they ended up getting. <laughs> um, and they're going to go ahead and go out there and ball out. So, and they did go out there and spend for, they did, went and got Bradley Chubb, right? Uh, so yeah, they have shot out there. Yeah, so yeah, I was about to say they went out and spent their they went out and spent their time to go get them. So they're trying to invest in the when their weak spots, and I respect that. There, uh, two was undefeated in games that he can finish. All right, there you go. That's all I need. And now, Colby, who do you have at number two? Da-na-na, da-na-na.
1: Well, it's my obvious choice. I honestly. Debated going back and forth with two and three, but I got the Philadelphia Eagles remaining number two. I've had them as high as one. Um, they, to me, I think still deserve to be considered favorites in the NFC. They beat the Cowboys. Yes, it was with Cooper Rush. Um, that second game's going to be massive. And I think they're the big, bitter rivals of the top teams in the NFC. i have had some concerns of late. The defense this last week against Green Bay wasn't great. They barely beat these Jeff Saturday Colts, who just got picketed. And they uh, <laughs> lost that game to your number 10 team in the NFL, the Commanders, so not even a bad loss according to the Jalen Power rankings. No,
0: not a bad loss. I'm all in for the Colts.
1: The Commanders do have a solid team. Like, I still, I still fully believe in the Eagles. I think they're having some issues, but I think they still deserve to be right now. And also, just because I tr- can't fully trust the Cowboys ever, the Eagles, to me, are the favorites in that FC still, even if it's closer than it was.
0: Respectable. Respectable. All right, and I think everyone knows that number one the house favorite, the Kansas City Chiefs, once again coming on number one for our power rankings. Nothing that really surprises there. Colby, uh, what are your what are your takes here? I mean, Mahomes, Kelsey, obviously stellar defense, Andy Reid's offense. What 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 else is there to ask for?
1: Yeah, they're just loaded. They draft well. They're they're yeah, that no, no, too. Games year in and year out, they're, they're the Chiefs. They're just terrifying.
0: Yeah, and uh, there you have it, folks. There's our week twelve power rankings. Woo! Uh, always ending as strong as they usually do with the Chiefs. <laughs> and uh, Colby, for our little mini segment here to okay. end week twelve. Let me hear we it. We got what's up? I said, let me hear it. Oh, okay. So we got. 12 stories that we are tired of or think is over oh, okay so remember at the beginning of the scenes we were all, remember we were already talking about storylines the storylines this this that that yeah so what are the six storylines for you and i'm going to come up with my six one of our six storylines that we are just sick and tired and we know that their story is over this season we can pretty much write their ship off
1: Okay, so we're doing all, all negatives. The, the stories, we can write them yeah, all. Yeah, this
0: is a story of negatives. So. Okay, all right. I don't know how we can spin it positive, but this is – if we can – if that time comes and you find a way, go for it. I like it. If you find a way, go <laughs>
1: for <segment>. it. <laughs> good segment. segment. You go first pick or you want me to?
0: Oh, humbly take first pick. All right. A storyline I am sick of. God, it's so – I hate it, but it is still true to this day. It's going to be Kirk Cousins on primetime moments. <laughs> it still – it has to be the one storyline that you are tired of, but it's still true to this day, and it's not over. You know? Yes, he did win the Thanksgiving game in big fashion, but this was a Mac Jones Patriots team that we've already assumed that the Vikings should beat. It wasn't in a spot where it was a prove-it moment. So, for me, it's Kirk Cousins in primetime still.
1: All right. That's a good one. So this, this can be like a player or it has just a storyline. be a
0: player team. Yeah. Just general storylines that we've heard throughout the season that we're just tired of. And we, or that we think that storyline is over.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Storyline that I'm tired of before we're going to go down that route as you did I'll do the same thing. And I'll even stay in your division. I'll just say the lines just always losing in heartbreaking fashion. I said it earlier, but like, The Lions they fight so hard and then they just barely lose. Now they've gotten a couple this year, but they lose more than they win. I'm just sad for the Lions that it always like they're always right there and they always find new ways to lose in thrilling fashions. That's a brutal storyline, and I I hope to see it end.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, A storyline that I think we both agree should probably end. That we both agree we've already seen the cards play out and it's all said and done storyline that I want to see in for my next pick, it's going to be Russell Wilson and these Denver Broncos. Oh. Um, I think we have already seen enough of this. We have 12 weeks of evidence of this Russell Wilson experience. Obviously, we can go ahead and write them off, I think, for next season. Wow. I mean, you got to stick with him for another season. I'm tired of seeing it. I want to write them off. I'm going to write them off now. So, I did it last week, and this is now my official moment because I got the pickums correct. So, this is going to be my official moment of saying, Denver Broncos, I'm officially writing your storyline off with Russell Wilson and the Fenton Hackett and all your struggles. We've we seen it come, we, we've heard it so many times. It's true. We already know it's there. It's done. Storyline over.
1: Okay. I respect that. I'll go the same route then as a storyline that's over, and I'll go right on the recency bias. I'll say that uh, Matt Ryan and Jeff Saturday can turn these Colts around. No disrespect to all our friends that are Colts fans out there, but Kenny Pickett and these Steelers aren't great, and we were the better team even though we made some mistakes and the Colts got back in it. Um, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh beat them. They're bad. Saturday, he's got a nice spark going, but I don't think he's going to win a lot of games down the stretch here. Matt Ryan is washed um the first two passes of the game we didn't say that earlier matt ryan threw to the steelers his first two <laughs> attempts the first one they dropped and i was like oh my goodness they just missed a turnover like you don't get those opportunities and then the very next play through another he threw an interception <laughs> so first two pass attempts he threw right to the steelers
0: oh good night that is that's terrible the are, Come on
1: that writing them off
0: uh, I, I can understand that, yeah. that That's something that we're going to write off. All right, Cole, I'm going to take a big swing here on my next write-off. And uh, I know I was being optimistic earlier. Hang on, my light's turning off here. But I know I was being optimistic earlier. But I'm going to go ahead and write off. I think it's going to be time for me to write off Seattle. I think the Geno Smith experience and all that, it was fun while it lasted. It was an electric first half of the season. Yes, it is something that we cannot tell the season without, but I think it's over. I don't think it's going to be true enough. Um, The NFC East is just looking like some beasts right now. And I'm not tired of this script, trust me. But I do think it's looking like it's going to be over. And the East can yeah beat itself up a little bit here and there, but do I, the, rely, I have to rely on Geno Smith in the NFC West? And right now, even though he he just lost to the Raiders right now, and the Bucks who just lost to the Browns, so right now I am I have my doubts, and the stats are telling me to jump off the ship as soon as possible. So I'm going to go ahead and follow the gut feeling and say I think it's time we write off the Geno Smith storyline. It was a good one. It is an amazing midseason story, but I think it's over.
1: All right, that's a good one. Um, man, there are a couple directions I'm thinking about going here. For my next one, I'll say a storyline that I'm tired of and want to see written off is the Patriots just hanging around, being right there, scrappy with Belichick and their defense right there in the mix for the playoffs with all these fun teams in the AFC. I really don't want to see the Patriots. Um, just sneak their way into this thing and they'll eventually i feel like lose just because they don't quite have enough with offense and quarterback um mac jones like he's all right but no disrespect i've seen enough of the patriots i don't want to see this patriots team snatch a playoff spot i hope they fade
0: (coughs) down the stretch sorry excuse Excuse me (laughs) (laughs) oh man bless you oh my goodness anyway That's a good one. I agree. Patriots still in the hunt, dude. They always are. And always will be, Cole. You just got to admit that. Life, death, taxes, and Patriots in the hunt. Something that we got to live with. (laughs) All right. Next one. Let's see. Another thing that. Oh, here's a good one. I think a storyline that should be written off right now is uh here's oh here we go our first positive spin here we go first positive spin Mm -hmm. storyline the write-off it's the day bulls the fighting day bulls and this isn't a bad one but i think we we said this last week that uh they got their coach but at the same time they are limited you know and i think this is my time as you got as you saw my they were not in my top 10 they were in your top 10 yeah. So I mean I think it's time we uh we kind of wrote off the fighting Dables, Yes, they got the coach right, but they are very limited. So and that's where I think uh I think I think yeah, he's amazing. But I'm gonna go ahead and say I think the New York Giants and the Dable experience is another part of that midseason story. I'm not tired of it, but I think it's time we write it off.
1: I like that. I'll be honest. I was thinking about picking the Giants for my last one. That's a good one, I think. Um <clears throat> Okay, I'll say one. I like that. Similar in vain, um, although one can't technically be fully written off. But I'll say I'm ready to write off the old quarterbacks of the NFC. Rodgers is done this year, even if he does come back. Brady's team is awful, and he hasn't been good. But his division's so bad, he's still probably going to be in the playoffs and technically not done. But I'm ready to write these guys off. Let's get real weird with it, with these quarterbacks in the NFC for the coming years. Oh, God. All the top young quarterbacks in the AFC – NFC quarterback race. Kyler was supposed to be one of the up-and-coming guys. What's going on there? I mean, the NFC quarterback situation over the coming years is going to be very interesting. Hopefully get some nice kids drafted in there. Um, Hopefully. Right off the old guys in the NFC, and let's get weird with it.
0: Yeah, as I was about to say, don't get too excited. Remember, it's going to be Kyle Trask time if Brady ever goes down.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Mm. All right. storyline that I, I'm gonna have to change gears to Tired of. Now, I think I think this is a good one. And I don't know why it's been coming up as hate. But Colby, I think we've all it's been pretty silent out there. And just in case anyone else has this, I'm gonna go ahead and say it for two doubters as well. But I'm tired of two doubters. And I think it's all time we bought into the Josh McDaniels experience. My, so I'm tired of the Tua doubt. I'm tired of the Tua pressure doubts. I, I'm i all in on Tua personally. This is a huge personal one, but I am tired of the Tua doubters.
1: I mean, I respect that. <clears throat> Tua has had a great year. He's proved a lot of people wrong. Um, that's for sure. Um, man, that's a good one. Okay. I just had one that I was thinking of. we're
0: on the final stretch cole just two more
1: yeah sorry i had one and i just completely lost my place um okay a storyline i'll say one that i am tired of and that would kind of just be the Las Vegas Raiders and their continued dysfunction, man. Like, I really thought this was going to be kind of the start of a new time of hope, and they got a nice win today. But just the fact that the Raiders, just when they have all this expectations, this talent, and then, of course, it just goes laughably up in flames. They're trying to get it together now, but it's a lost season probably. Um, I'm just tired of the Raiders not being able to deliver on the
0: hype. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I said that they would deliver this week, but I don't know if they're going to deliver in the upcoming weeks. You know, I know it's not – I think this is going to be a short-lived hype run. Um, Storyline that I am tired of, and this one's very personal, it's got to be. And I, I think this is a perfect one for those Ravens and Jags game. And for me, it's got to be this Ravens comeback. The this Ravens fourth quarter team, as a general, just Ravens in the fourth quarter. I'm tired of it, but at the same time, it's holding true so much right now. And you, at one point, at one point, I want to, I wanna I'm tired of it because I want it to end. So because I believe it should end. <laughs> I believe I personally believe it should end soon, but it keeps happening. So. I am personally tired of seeing the Ravens blow fourth quarter leads.
1: That's a good one. Um, I'll say, okay, I, I thought of the one I thought of before. My last one, that's a good one. I don't want to be negative here, and I have nothing against the guy, and I don't want to talk about all the stuff that's happening with the plane because, you know, it could be whatever. But I'm just tired of all the Odell Beckham constantly talking, like, where's Odell Beckham going to sign? Like it's all the time, nothing's happened. It's been going on for so long. He is coming off an ACL injury. Is he even gonna get signed with everything that's happening? Dallas is like doing all this weird flirting with him. I'm just kinda tired of the storyline and I hope he just either signs somewhere or doesn't. Um nothing against OBJ. He's a great player when he's out there, but I don't know. I'm kinda just tired of the storyline, like of this dude. He's like, no disrespect, but like he is 30 coming off an ACL. Like it's late in the season, like is he really gonna sign anywhere? I don't know. It's getting late. That's a good
0: I agree. I mean, this dude's been flirting with all the teams in the NFL at this race, especially the Cowboys and the Giants. We literally had a Thanksgiving game almost named the Odell Bowl because of them. Because of him. So uh yeah, man, I'm tired of it too. I really think he if he would have signed by the team by now, he would have done it. So Obviously, he's probably just trying to ride it off into the playoffs, So that way he can, you know, do as little as possible. Good for him. If he manages to do that, but at the same time, screw you. So I'm with you, Colby. I'm tired of it as well. So I, I'm tired of hearing all these reports like, oh, where will Odell go? Yeah, I'm, I'm all with you, Colby. I am all with you. And Colby, final question of the day, of course. Yeah, let's hear it. Final thoughts.
1: Final thoughts. Oh, I mean, I'm excited to talk some NBA next week, but I'll just say look out for these Denver Nuggets, man. They're they're cooking a little bit. The West looks wide open. Jamal is getting back. He had a season high thirty-one tonight. Jokic is Jokic. Porter is solid when he's out there. Um look out for these Nuggets man in today's West. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I like that. Like I said, Nuggets man, they have to they have to achieve even higher expectations because of the because of the Broncos. So good luck to them for the rest of the season now. <laughs> and my final thoughts, dude. This Thursday slot's gonna be very big. Talking about these Week thirteen games already got me thinking about next week already. <laughs> um, when we did these power rankings and just honestly recapping these games and just already speak about who they're going to be playing against it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be some uh it's gonna be some good stuff so yeah just like uh just like this there's some good stuff love to see it Ooh, thank you for listening to the CJ JC show if you want more content follow us on instagram where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens also keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun peace out